welcome to Peaceful Ease. We all have the necessary strength and wisdom to solve most of our problems. What we often lack is a quiet space to think clearly and calmly. This podcast is all about tapping into that zone of inner wisdom. My name is Mario Pereca, and I'd like to invite you to join myself and Ela Crane every Monday and Friday. We'll be here to guide you to that endless power and insight within until you learn how to get there and function from there by yourself. This is a journey about being authentic, learning how to trust your instincts, realizing that each and every one of us are not just enough, but also perfect the way we are right now. Hey everyone, Mario Pereca here, and I am joined as always by Ela Crane, and we'd like to welcome you to the Peaceful Ease podcast. Right off the top, the Peaceful Ease hotline. It's always hot, it's always open. 424 625 5562 is the number again, 424 625 5562. Feel free to call in and leave Ela a note, a message, a thought, an idea, anything you would like to leave. Ela's happy to hear it and take your calls. If you want to leave us an actual written note, you can do that at podcast at peacefulease.com. That is the email address. And of course, peacefulease.com is the site to learn more and to connect with Ela even further. Ela, what's going on? I'm good, Mario. Enjoying my last days in Switzerland and also enjoying doing this episode again. Oh, Switzerland. How are the cows are still? They're still doing cow things. <laughs> yeah, they're still enjoying the sun. It's been amazing weather here. So it's all good. Awesome. And I know that today we have a little bit of a deeper topic, but one that you are an absolute expert in. So I cannot wait to dive into this with you. You facilitated workshops on this idea many, many times that were quite extensive workshops. And I'll let you just mention that if you'd like. But back in episode seven, if people want to go back there, we'll link it in the show notes. Episode seven, we talked about acknowledging your inner critic. And that was kind of the intro to the inner critic piece, as you mentioned to me. And I just, I love the topic. I think it's something that's super important that needs to be talked about a lot. And so I'm just going to turn it over to you to take us through the process into the next phase, so to speak, of our inner critic. Yes. So this is a process that I was inspired by Jack Canfield's beautiful book, The Success Principles. It's really a Bible for success. And it's a book that you can read again and again. It's like there, there's so much in there. And there's a whole chapter on inner critic and there are amazing, beautiful questions. And it's really helpful. I strongly recommend because so many of us struggle with our inner critic. And today I wanted to kind of dive into a process that I do during my workshop so you can just follow it along and do it yourself and it will be life-changing. And it's a process that you may need to go back to again and again to remind yourself why that voice is there and why it's criticizing you. But we are going to go through four questions. It's very easy and it's very deep, but it's absolutely worth it. Please follow along and pause during this episode and get a pen and a paper and answer these questions because it's really not something that you can do just by listening. So do you have a pen and paper with you, Maria? 
I do. I always do <laughs> when we do these episodes because I like to take notes and I learn so much just doing this. I mean, I think I'm the luckiest person because even though, you know, you get to go back and listen to these and there's such great content, I get to be part of the process and learn so much from you just by being in this. Even though we're not in the same physical location, I feel like we're together and our energy. So I just, I love this. I get so much from just recording and doing this with you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm happy to help in any way I can. And I know what it is like to have an inner critic. And it's not about like muting it and destroying it. It's about turning it into an inner coach, an ally, a friend. And it's a process. It will take its time. But you will see by the end of this episode, you will see the impact, the change already. So it's really exciting. I love doing this workshop. It was like a minimum five-hour workshop with a very limited number of people, like six. And it and also people connected in such deep levels. They just met. And by the end of the workshop, they will be like allies with each other too, as well as with their inner critics. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't wait to dive in. You lead the way. Yes. So the first thing to do is to write down every negative thought that comes to your mind about yourself. Now, this I will give maybe 15, 20 minutes, if not half an hour. If you need longer, that's fine. Just write down everything that you hear in your mind about yourself that's negative. So here I would like to read you some of my notes from my workshops, what people wrote down, because we shared some of these notes So people would write down without any filters for their own acknowledgement. Then I would ask people to share one example. It could be the most superficial one, but then everyone go around and share it. And here they are. You're boring. You never speak up for yourself. You have zero willpower. You're simply not good enough. You're not a leader. You're wasting your life. You're not dedicated enough. You don't care about your health. You should exercise a bit. You're lazy. You always fail at making the right business decisions. You're not decisive enough. You're not strong. You never finish what you start. You're not handling your finances properly. You're not knowledgeable enough. You're not even capable of finding a job. You can't even articulate your dreams. You will fail again. You're going to get fired again. So I had to take a break, uh, a pause, a breath here, sorry. Because just reading these negative sentences is is something. I don't even like hearing you say those things. I know. Like I'm sitting here and I'm like, this is wrong. This is wrong. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Because I don't even want to hear that for it to get into my unconscious mind and it to even do anything with it. I know, but at the same time, these are written by my workshop attendees. So this is really happening to us. This is happening to us at different levels, different intensity, maybe with different sentences, but we all criticize ourselves. So it's better to face it and see the impact. Just perhaps listening to it for that minute, you could feel the burden, the weight And please don't kind of stop listening because we are going to go through this together. So I would like to quickly mention some stereotypes with these voices. Like if you struggle to find which one is the critical, which one is me, what's happening here. If you're not sure 
of your inner voice, here is what happens in general with these sentences. These sentences generally generalize. For example, you're not good enough. You're not strong. You're not decisive. If you notice, it's not specific. It's just a generic criticism. You are not good enough for what? You're not strong when? You're not decisive under what kind of circumstances? The inner critic wouldn't give you any details. It will just kind of put you down. Often, they are all or nothing sentences. So, for example, we said, you never speak up for yourself. Is that true? Don't you ever speak up for yourself? We said, you never finish what you start. Could that be true? Or you always fail at making the right business decisions. Again, could that be true? The inner critic generally has this childish or sometimes even swearing voice, you're boring, you're lazy, or you're an idiot, or how stupid of you. It can be negative predicting. So it can say, you will fail again. You're going to get fired again. And the inner critique is a fan of shoulds. Like, you don't care about your health. You should exercise. And finally, it can be condescending. Why are you like this? What were you thinking of? So there's this subtle aggression. So these traits are kind of pointers to your inner critique. And once you write down everything, like I said, pause as long as you need and take deep breaths, you come and pick one criticism. And for the sake of the exercise, we are going to just pick, you are not good enough. And then we are going to ask the inner critic who says this, this particular criticism, what is the threat behind it? What would it happen if you're not good enough? What would be the terrible outcome that this voice is afraid of? And again, I suggest a pause here to think. And some examples are, to this question, some answers. You will waste your life. You will keep making wrong decisions. You will never find your purpose. You will have zero impact. You will not belong or you will never add up to anything in life. And here you will notice that from aggression we turn into kind of almost like fear, the fear of not creating an impact. And these are valid fears. We all want to adapt to something, create an impact, leave this planet as a better place than we arrived. So we acknowledge that this voice is coming from a kind of rational place that it wants us to do good. So we ask the voice, what would happen if I couldn't, if I didn't make a great impact or if I wasted my life or if I couldn't belong or if I never found my purpose what would happen then and then comes a deeper layer of answers generally that you won't be accepted you won't be loved you will live a lonely life and now we see that the inner critic is changing 
it's becoming more like a concerned friend rather than a ruthless judge. And we ask the inner critic then, saying, could you give me a bit of advice about what I can do with regards to that? But this advice must be something that I can get up and do tomorrow morning in 15 minutes, like a baby step to change our direction. I see that you're concerned about me. You want me to do good in life. You want me to be loved. So what's the first step? And here it could be anything. Draft an email, ask for a pay rise, call the investor, buy that plane ticket, finish that presentation, start a gratitude journal, whatever comes up. And the final question we ask the inner critic, just hang on with me, is why do you care? Why do you care about me? Why do you care about my success? Why do you care that I find my purpose? And here, during a workshop, this is when the magic happens. Because around the table, everybody comes up with different criticisms, like I read the range. However, by the time we get here, if you answer these questions honestly, take the time, you will arrive at the same point. You get to see that all our inner critics have one concern. They want us to be successful, to be accepted, to be loved. They care because they want us to have a good life. And they care because in the end, the inner critic loves us. It's just a dysfunctional way of expressing that love. And that's when what you see and where you arrive at the end of this procedure. And it's very powerful if you do that because this is like shaking hands with your inner critic. And realizing that you are on the same page. And once you do that, you never shut it up again. When you hear yourself criticizing, oh, how stupid I was to do this. You just say, here I am, concerned about myself again. In a dysfunctional way, but my intention is good. How are you feeling, Maria? Shifted. <laughs> there's a huge reframe here for me going through the questions thinking them through and i want to implore everyone listening to actually go back through this episode three or four times and really stop the recording and do the journaling exercise and give it some thought and really go through it because that's where the magic's going to come from and to me that statement you made at the end, well, two things. Number one, why do you care? That's such a profound question. And when you ask it from the point of not me personally, why do I care? But when you ask that inner critic, why do you care? And you get that answer, that's a powerful, powerful answer. And the second thing is acknowledging that the inner critic does care. And when you said all inner critics want us to be successful, because I think we tend to villainize our inner critic. We tend to put down the inner critic thing. because the inner critic, if we don't go through this process and go into this realization and awareness, it does seem like a negative thing. 
But when you drill it down and you get specific and you ask more questions and you go on that journey and you come to the conclusion of why do you care coming up with that answer, because there is an answer to that for the inner critic and realizing that the inner critic really wants us to be successful and wants us to thrive and wants us to accomplish the things that are going to make us successful. When you come to that, then I think you can work together. And I think the inner critic can be a huge ally, as you said, big time ally, if we get to that point with that inner critic. Absolutely. And I was a bit wary of sharing all this during an episode because when I did these workshops, they were like weekend events sometimes. And we spent hours talking about one person's inner critique. It was always minimum five hours with six people. It's a lot of space. And now I try to give that in 15 minutes. So I really hope the listeners will go back, go through this process, taking their time, you know, pausing and having a notebook maybe throughout the day and writing down when the negative thoughts come. Is this a process that you are open to that? I know you can do it, but that you're open to doing with people one-on-one if they contact you and want to really go deep and want to work with you over the course of time to find their inner critic, come up with these answers and, you know, become friends with that inner critic? Absolutely. And when you work privately, it's very powerful. It's very, very powerful. I love the group settings because it allows us to see that we all have that voice and it's saying similar things. But privately, you can really dig deep, deep into the roots of this voice when it emerged because you weren't born with this voice. Like we said in previous episodes, as a child, when you painted, you thought you were like Picasso. You know, you would just take the painting to your mom and say, look at this here. At some point, things shift and we can find when that shift happened too. But also, and it's good to know yourself at that level, but also you don't have to go that deep. You can just re-listen to this episode answer these questions and then realize that what's happening within is not like an enemy telling you off and whipping you all day long. It's like a dysfunctional coach you have who just doesn't know how to coach you well. And you can kind of come to terms with it and say, hey, I'm more like a carrot person rather than a stick person. But what you say, like more positive phrases than put me down. Wouldn't that be helpful for both of us? You know, I think so. But I think that in order to get to that point, like you said, it does take awareness. It takes time and it takes going through this and really drilling down and getting to know that inner critic and why that inner critic is doing what he or she is doing, what is happening there and why do they care and why do they want us to be successful and what does that look like? And I think that it's a great place to, you know, you can do this on your own by going back through this episode multiple times and really focusing on it over the course of time. But I think it's even more powerful when you have someone like Ela who has done these workshops over and over again, who knows the right questions to ask, who can really be a sounding board and really guide you on that journey. You're going to get results faster by working with someone like that. And you're going to know that you're on the path because you have a guide. It's like when you go to climb Mount Everest, I think it'd be a much more pleasurable experience, if you want to call it that, to go with an experienced guide than to try to do it all on your own. That's true. So, you know, reach out to Ela. 
Yeah, yeah, please do so and reach out to me no matter what, like even if you just want to share your answers or compare answers and, or if you have any questions about the questions I mentioned, just reach out, leave us a message or drop me an email and I'll be happy to answer any questions and I look forward to hearing from you. And I don't think we need to leave everyone with an exercise because this episode is an exercise. <laughs> So go back through. It's a big exercise. It can take a while to do. Yeah. Yeah. Go back through the episode as many times as you need. It's here for you. Pause it when you need to. Go through the exercises and then reach out to Ela for sure. And you can do that via the Peaceful Ease hotline at 424-625-5562 or via email podcast at peacefulease.com. And peacefulease.com is the website where you can go. Ela, thank you so much for walking us through this. It's been super valuable. I took a bunch of notes. I'm going to go back through this episode personally a few different times and really work on getting to the bottom of this. So thank you so much. This has just been a fantastic, fantastic exercise. You're welcome, Maria. And just a final note. Just remember, see your mind like a garden. You know, I'm generally about watering the right plants and watering the good elements in our mind. But sometimes you need to pull out the weed. And this exercise can be unpleasant to do. You know, it's not pleasant to see that part in us that tells us off or pulls us down. But you have to clean the weed sometimes. And in the end, the entire garden benefits from it. So it may be scary, it may be like, it may sound all negative, but if you go through it, you will see the change in a very positive way. So I hope you will do it. Ela, thanks again. This was great. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Yeah. See you soon. For Ela Crane, I'm Mario Pareca. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you on the very next episode of the Peaceful Ease podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Ela, you can reach out to her at peacefulease.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.